Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 814 of the Juicebox Podcast. I'm excited to have Jenny back today for another installment of Defining Diabetes. And today, Jenny and I are going to define CDE. This will be the 47th installment of the Defining Diabetes series. It's a series that takes the time to define the terms that you use every day with diabetes. From fat and protein rise, to brittle diabetes, bolusing, and everything in between. Check out Defining Diabetes, short episodes that let you feel like you know what you're talking about. And bonus, after you listen, you will actually know what you're talking about. There are a number of different series within the podcast. So if you go to juiceboxpodcast.com to see a list of them, if you do it on a browser, you'll just see it at the top. And you, There it is, Defining Diabetes. You click on it. If you're on your phone, there's a little menu, like the three lines that say menu. Click on that. Then it shows you Defining Diabetes. There you will get a complete list of the episodes, as well as an online player, and links to a number of different popular podcast apps, and links to the other series, like Bold Beginnings, Thyroid Disease, Algorithm Pumping, Diabetes Variables, Ask Scott and Jenny, Mental Health, After Dark, and the Diabetes Pro Tip episodes. This show is sponsored today by the glucagon that my daughter carries, Gvoke Hypopen. Find out more at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. Today's podcast is also sponsored by InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. Get yourself an insulin pen that has much of the functionality of a pump at inpentoday.com. The last sponsor of the day is the Contour Next One blood glucose meter. This little blood glucose meter is the bomb. It's the best one I've ever used. I love it contournext.com forward slash juice box. That was an excited yes. <laughs> they didn't hear me say, I wasn't recording when I said, do you want to try another one? I, <laughs> I've come to realize when I'm editing the defining, do I, any of our stuff together, that I say to you, all right, Jenny, let's do this now. And you very jokingly, but very dryly go, yes, or yay, or something like that. And I listened back to it one time and I thought, people must think that she's like, no, I don't want to do this because <laughs> it sounds so like, I don't know. You're just like, yeah, sure, buddy. I guess so. <laughs> Sorry that that's what I sound like. We're here. We might as that's well do funny. it, you know? Sure. You got me online. <laughs> yeah. We got out of bed. Well, let's define CDE, I guess, uh, which is what I'm going to ask you about right now because uh, looking back over the Defining Diabetes series, we never defined Certified Diabetes Educator, which at this point isn't what they call certified diabetes educators anymore. So we'll start with, but let's start with CDE though. Okay. Okay. So CDE, and thank you for asking, um, CDE is certified diabetes educator Mm -hmm. and is no longer the term that is used. Although quite honestly, people still use it because they don't know that we have a new acronym. <laughs> well, well, first, let's go over this. Yes. What do you need to be to be a CDE? Right. So to be a CDE, um, the typical and common, um, I guess, education backgrounds, nurses, dietitians, pharmacists, mental health specialists, um, physicians, exercise physiologists, 
mainly the medical background kind of bachelor degree based medicine degrees Mm -hmm. can be a diabetes educator. Now, to take the step into becoming an educator, there are certain criteria that you have to have in order to be able to sit the CDE exam, which is a pretty lengthy exam. It's about four hours. Um, When I took it eons ago, it was still on paper. And I had to fill in all the little, fill in the circle completely so that your answer gets recorded in the right way, right? (laughs) Those are called scantrons. Scantrons. There you go. Yes. I still know where I took it in Baltimore. And um, then my husband and I had planned to go to a um, a baseball game Mm -hmm. after that afternoon because we were there and why not do something else that's fun, right? Um, so it, um, you have to log enough hours in education in order to be able to apply to take the exam. Okay. Um, the number of hours used to be years ago, 2000 hours um, within a certain defined time period of uh, like two years, I think it was. Um, now it's down to a thousand hours logged of in-depth diabetes education, um, which means that somebody needs to... As they're educating people with diabetes, they have to keep a log of all of the patients that they've worked with, Mm -hmm. um, what they educated about, the length of time they spent educating. And you also have to be able to state in that application that you are currently in a role of diabetes education a certain number of hours in a week's time. Yeah. Right. Um, So I logged my hours after I took a job as a dietitian. I started logging hours as I was working with outpatients um, within just some of the diabetes education from a nutrition aspect Mm -hmm. there. Um, And then once I started teaching classes for type 2 diabetes, I was able to log more hours in terms of things like medication use and how to use it and, you know, using glucometers and um, the nutrition aspect and the lifestyle stuff, all that kind of stuff that you have to to know about. Um, and then I got a job in an endocrine clinic after I had actually taken um, my exam. How long did that take? Um, my logging took two years. Okay. Because I was not initially doing a hundred percent 40 hour work week, give or take in diabetes education. Right. Wow. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Do do, it's a lot. Do you see people begin the process and give up on it? Or do you think people follow through mostly? Cause I mean, it's a long effort because you're already a nutrition. You're right. You're you have a nutrition background, you're a nutritionist. You can Mm -hmm. work that way. And you're Mm -hmm. like, well, I'm going to start doing this stuff with diabetes too. I wonder how many people get like a year into it. They're like, this is never going to get these thousand hours. And then you got to pass the test on top of that. Uh, Correct. It's a lot of effort is what I'm saying. And the, yeah. the test is certainly all encompassing, you know, and that's why despite having multiple starting backgrounds of mm. like medical or health education, right? You really do have to focus in on the specifics of diabetes management And especially, you know, I'm actually glad I took the test when I did, because now in today's world of medication for type 2 diabetes and for type 1, 
there is a number of extra and combination medications and use this, but don't use it with this and mm. only use it for this law. <laughs> like, right? It's you like a tail. continual learning yeah, yeah, basis. Yeah. No, yeah, there's there's a lot more. And plus now you probably could take the test digitally. You wouldn't have to color it. You can. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, I, I actually have somebody um, I've been friends with for a while and she's taking her exam this weekend. Oh, well, good luck then. Very so, excited. So now- a, a while back now, it's been almost a couple of years, somebody just told me one time, like, well, we don't call ourselves CDEs anymore. We're CDCESs. Is that right? That's right. Certified, Certified Diabetes, Diabetes Care and Education, education Specialist. Specialist. How about yes. that? Good job. Oh, man. Well, it is sticking in my head, I guess, because I'm actually not reading it. <laughs> I just, I was like, I might know this. <laughs> Surprise myself. Okay, so. Good job. Certified di- you just made me feel like I was five when you said that. I was like, thank you. I tried, I tried so hard. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yay. Pat on the back. So CDE, Certified Diabetes Educator, CDCES, Certified Diabetes Care and Education Specialist. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet these people in your endo. Into, well, let's first of all, let's say I hope you meet these people in your endo's office. Um, do you think, do they exist more in in care for children or is it equal for adult like will an adult endo mm-hmm. like i'm about to have this experience like arden's going to meet an adult endo soon um is there going to be a cde in the in the office is there going to be like i don't even think arden like she she usually just talks to a nurse practitioner to be perfectly honest does she, she? yeah she doesn't usually see her doc i mean the doctor i i would say that more pediatric endocrine practices have either an in-house educator. Mm-hmm. They may even have a dietitian and an educator um, and or it might be a dietitian educator and maybe a nurse practitioner, kind of like you guys have been a working mix, with yeah. more of a nurse practitioner rather than the endo actually. Um, I would say that's more the peds world mm-hmm. to find them together or to have a peds endo that has a a reference to somebody that their their clinic works closely with. Okay. Um, adult endos. I don't even know if it's fifty fifty. Quite honestly, you're gonna see the I endo really and the person that helps them see their patients. Usually a nurse practitioner. Correct. Nurse, right. And if education is needed, especially upon newly diagnosis, um, type one or type two. They will usually send you to an education class where there will be, if it's an accredited, um, accredited by the ADA, um, then there will be a nurse educator who is head of the class or a dietitian educator who is head of the class. Um, those are much more common for type two than they are for type one as an adult, though. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate you doing this with me very much. Of course. And Absolutely. Figuring out what all this means. <laughs> See, I'm just still like taken that I knew what CDC ES was. <laughs> I am surprised too because it took me a while to remember myself. It bounces. There's that it's the certified diabetes care and education. Like I once you find the little bounce in it, it sticks in my head. But yes. be- before that, I mean the first time somebody told me they were renaming CDs, I was like Please leave me out of this. I don't. I have a hard enough time remembering things. I don't want more stuff to remember. But right. <laughs> thank you very much. I'll talk to you soon. 
Sure. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. When you have diabetes and use insulin, low blood sugar can happen when you don't expect it. Gvoke Hypopen is a ready-to-use glucagon option that can treat very low blood sugar in adults and kids with diabetes ages 2 and above. Find out more. Go to gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. Gvoke shouldn't be used in patients with pheochromocytoma or insulinoma. Visit gvokeglucagon.com slash risk. If you're looking for an insulin pen that does more, you want the InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. Head to InPenToday.com forward slash juicebox to find out all about the InPen. The InPen features a dosing calculator, active insulin remaining, glucose history, reports, activity logs, dose history, meal history, and it does it all on an app on your phone. Once you have that app and connect your continuous glucose monitor, here's what you're going to get from the InPen. A dosing calculator, active insulin remaining, glucose history, reports, activity log, dosing history, meal history, and like I said, connect your CGM and you're going to be able to see your current glucose levels right on the InPen app. InPenToday.com. It's where you head off to place your order. You can get it right from there. Or you can learn more about it or learn more about it, then order it. I don't care what you do. Just use my link. By the way, you may pay as little as $35 for the InPen. The offer is available to people with commercial insurance only. Terms and conditions apply. But head over because you could be one of those people who gets the InPen for $35. InPen requires a prescription and settings from your healthcare provider. You must use proper settings and follow the instructions as directed or you could experience higher low glucose levels. For more safety information, visit InPenToday.com. Next, I'm going to tell you about the Contour Next One blood glucose meter. The website is contournext.com forward slash juice box. I wish you could have just seen my face now. I typed it in as I was saying it and I had a typo and then nothing came up and I was like, I think I'm still doing business with Contour, but I was just a typo. Anyway, contournext.com forward slash juice box. And I want to thank Contour. They're back in 2023 as a long-term advertiser so that I can tell you about the Contour Next One again next year in 2023. But for now, in 2022, this is an easy-to-use website that has a ton of information on it. And the Contour Next One blood glucose meter is legit the best meter I've ever used. It's easy to handle, hold, use in the dark, use in the light. The test strips offer second-chance testing. It's remarkably accurate. And you can even buy it in cash if you want it. It could be cheaper in cash than it is through your insurance company. Find all of that out at contournext.com forward slash juice box. I know, but you know, nowadays some people are like, well, I have a CGM. It doesn't matter, but it really, really matters. And you deserve an accurate meter. Contournext.com forward slash juice box. Guys, it was a short episode today, but I want to thank you for listening. I also want to thank Jenny Smith and remind you that Jenny works at IntegratedDiabetes.com. If you'd like to hire her, she can help you with your diabetes. IntegratedDiabetes.com to find Jenny Smith. I hope you're enjoying the Defining Diabetes series. I find it to be one of the best, you know, just to hear these short conversations and leave with an understanding of a term that is going to come up over and over again in your life. It's really, uh, I, I don't know, I'm a big fan of it. Anyway, 
That's it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast. 